there. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to make sure that you know about three pretty cool changes I've made to my two signature e-courses, Marriage Methods for Women in Difficult Marriages and Heartbreak to Hope for Women Who Are Separated or Divorced. Change number one, you can now pay whatever you can afford for either of these courses. I don't want money to get in the way of your healing. Change number two, you can now decide between receiving the content weekly for 12 weeks or in a guidebook PDF upon purchase. And change number three, if you have a friend or family member in your life who is in a difficult marriage or going through a divorce, you can now give either of these courses as a gift. See, I told you these were cool changes. Check the links in the show notes to order today. Sweet girls, welcome back to the All That to Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I really believe that we have a God who provides so many tools to partner with us in our healing and recovery and our wholeness. As we are about to begin a series talking about each of the 12 steps of recovery, I thought that I would talk about the serenity prayer and some of the slogans used in recovery on our Monday mini episodes. In each of these episodes, I'm going to start by reading the serenity prayer along with the 10 slogans. And if you would like to back up and listen to my story of how I landed in a 12-step group, you can go to the episode that aired on May 23rd, 2022. So I'm going to start with the 10 slogans of Al-Anon or recovery. One day at a time. Easy does it. First things first. How important is it? Just for today. Keep it simple. Let go and let God. Let it begin with me. Live and let live think. Okay, most people are familiar with the first few lines of the serenity prayer written by Reinhold Niebuhr. It goes like this. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. But I want to read you the entire prayer because it's really beautiful. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as the pathway to peace, taking, as God did, this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever and ever in the next. Amen. Gorgeous, right? Now I need to confess something. When I first heard that, first of all, that the serenity prayer would be read in all of my Al-Anon meetings, which I'm sure was not the first time that I'd ever heard that prayer. I feel like everybody has heard of the first few lines of the serenity prayer. And then when I first heard the slogans, I kind of rolled my eyes. They felt too simplistic and like just a bunch of cliches. But I'm here to tell you that these words and some of these phrases 
were so powerful in my healing and rearranging my thinking and my words and my choices. And when you really take the time to sit with them, they can just be a very meaningful part of your life and your recovery. So I'm going to ask you to open up your heart and mind to what God might want to do in you through the steps, through the slogans, through the prayers. So I thought I would just start with the definition of serenity, the state or quality of being calm, tranquil, at peace. I think we all want this, don't we? Though I'm sure there are some personalities in this world that sort of thrive on chaos I genuinely, genuinely believe that most of us wish we could live in a state of calm, especially when things are sort of crazy in our homes or crazy in our lives. Here's a beautiful verse from Ephesians 2.14. For Christ himself is our peace. Yes, we can ask for peace. Yes, we are told in Philippians 4.6 that in every situation... With prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, we are to tell our requests to God, and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And those are wonderful promises. But when we can remember that Jesus himself, who dwells within our hearts once we come to know him personally, is literally our peace, that can begin to change us. So... I would ask him to remind you that he is your actual peace and to show you what that literally means. Okay, but back to the serenity prayer itself, because I want to share with you how it has become such an important tool for me when I'm feeling anxious. And I call this my everything that's wrong in my life list. Okay, this is where I get super honest with myself and I even allow myself to be really negative. It's okay because I don't let myself stay in that yucky place. I've used this method innumerable times in the past 15 years of my life, but especially when I'm feeling completely overwhelmed, when there's like what feels like a pile of things that are wrong. Okay, so I start by getting out a sheet of paper. I write the serenity prayer at the top. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know know the difference. Then I make two columns. On the left side, I list every single thing in my life that's going wrong. Good times. I know. Hang with me. So the first column will be all your hard things. I'll get to the second column in a minute. Also, I want you to leave a couple lines between each hard thing. Okay, first, brain dumps are a cathartic way to get all of it out of you and onto paper. If you don't get it out of you in some way, it will come out of you in some way. Okay. Secondly, there is an odd relief in seeing either how horrible everything is, because then you can sort of feel justified and validated for how you're feeling, or in how puny your list really is, because you may realize things aren't as bad as you thought, and you might be over, I don't know, over-dramatizing, hypothetically. Okay, so I want you to take some time with this, maybe a half hour or so for the whole exercise. Once you've completed your I am overwhelmed and this is everything that's wrong in my life list, you're going to read through each hard thing slowly, one at a time, but you're going to run it through the grid of the serenity prayer. 
So I start at the top of the list. I read each hard thing out loud. And then I ask myself, do I have the power to do anything tangible about this? Or is this out of my control? For instance, say one of the hard things is my company is going out of business. Okay. You have no control over your company going out of business. So next to that one, you would write pray because we can always pray. But then say the hard thing that you wrote under that one is, and I'm going to be out of a job in a month. Okay. So you may not have control over your future unemployment, but you absolutely have some control over what you're going to do about it. Will you take some time off? Will you sign up for unemployment? Will you work on your resume? Will you create a LinkedIn profile where you begin to look on Indeed every morning? Will you tell of your network of friends and family that you're looking for a job? Okay. So once you've asked yourself, do I have the power to do anything tangible about this? Or is this out of my control? For each one of your hard things, you are now able to see that you've kind of put your list into two separate kinds of lists. One is a prayer request list only requiring no further action from you at this time other than to pray. Like I would literally then rewrite the lists. So the ones that you have no control over and you wrote pray, you are going to take another sheet of paper, write prayer requests, and you're moving all of the I have no control over ones to the prayer list. And then you are going to rewrite your list with the things that you do have some control over. And now you've got yourself a tangible to-do list. Under each one of those, I want you to maybe take a look and see what are one or two things that I can do under each one of those. Tangible. You do not have to tackle this list all in one day, but you've just broken it up into very doable steps. And you have just shown yourself that you have been worrying about some things that there is nothing you can do except pray. And prayer is powerful. Don't get me wrong. But there's nothing you can do about some of those things. But then on the flip side, knowing that there are some things you can do, it's just going to empower you to feel not so out of control. It's amazing to me how much this tool has helped me over the years to truly, and I'm not trying to be glib or cliche here, but to truly bring me some serenity and some peace. And let me add this little caveat that I found in one of my Al-Anon daily readers called One Day at a Time. It says, the serenity prayer suggests, I ask God for, quote unquote, courage to change the things I can. The word is things, not people. True, there is much room for improvement in my life, but it can come only from changing my own attitudes and actions for the better. I love that. So when you're saying this or any prayer, make sure you're not thinking that you want to like change a person. We're changing things and we're working on changing what we can change, which is us. Okay. So I'm going to post a link in the show notes to a ton of things where you can find an Al-Anon group, a Celebrate Recovery group, a therapist, where you can order the three daily Al-Anon readers. I still use those every day in my quiet times. Um, I'm going to put a let's see, a link to a quiz to help you determine if you might be codependent, Um, links to several of my courses, Marriage Methods, Heartbreak to Hope, Childhood Wounds, um, 
Yeah. Okay. So if you want to go deeper with any of that, if you have any questions as we head into the series on the steps and the slogans, please, you can message me through the podcast. As always, you can share this episode, subscribe to it, support it, rate it, or review it if you like it. And all of those mean so much to me. And I'm so grateful to everyone who has done any of those. So sweet ones. All that to say. In the beginning or middle of your recovery journey, or if you're even trying to figure out if this thing is for you, you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God, and he is so delighted with you right where you are. You came into this world, and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love. Mm -hmm.